Hello and welcome to Racket Boy Podcast number 76. My name is Dave Heineman uh, and I will be one of your hosts as we talk about retro games and retro game culture. Uh, I'm joined as always by my co-host John Stringer uh, and a couple of guests which I'll say a bit more about in a moment. But first of all, John, how are you? Uh, doing well. Long time no podcast, so it's nice to be back chatting. Yeah, I guess we uh, we just put one up a couple weeks ago, but we haven't actually recorded since June-ish. Does that sound right? Maybe it's July, but yeah, it was after E3. Yeah. So uh, busy summer and and other schedules and other things and technical problems uh, prevented us from putting these out as often as we might like of late, but uh, hopefully we'll we'll get back into the swing of things here soon. Uh, A little bit of apologies in advance if the uh, audio on this is not quite as clear as it might typically be, uh, but we have a very good reason for that, and that is that we are joined uh, via Skype by two longtime forum members. Uh, who are here under some special circumstances. Uh, both of them bid in last year's charity auction to be on the Racket Boy podcast and take part in an episode that uh, they would get to make some decisions about content and, and otherwise chime in. And so that's that's what they've done. The show that we're about to hear uh, was planned at least in part by both of our guests, and uh, we're very gracious for their, their generous donation and uh, happy to spend the next hour or so with them. So let me let them briefly introduce themselves. Uh, I think you'll recognize their names. The people joining us are Aaron and Luke. And uh, Aaron, why don't you go ahead and start and kind of introduce yourself a bit and, and why you're here. Hello, uh, I am Aaron. Uh, I am here because uh, I was engaged in a furious bid war for this very, uh, this very privilege to be on the podcast. Um, I... Honestly, I don't remember um, exactly how it went down. I think that like, I think that it was me bidding against a team of bidders on Luke's on Luke's side. Is that right? Refresh my memory. That is correct. Okay, um, but yeah, I uh, honestly, I just I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, I thought it would just be fun to engage in a in a bid war and just have some fun with it. Uh, didn't really actually anticipate winning, but I'm happy to share the share the time here with you guys okay and uh how, how long have you uh for, for maybe people who aren't members of the forum uh how, how long have you been kicking around racket boy what what brought you here sure uh i've been I've, I've actually been on racket boy for a while i've been on since uh spring of 2007 uh i came over to racket boy from a time when uh nick used to post on um sega extreme and mm-hmm. i kind of caught wind of racket boy that way and I've just stuck around ever since. I really enjoyed the community. I really enjoy the people that are there, and I, I appreciate the. Uh, um, I guess the I, the attitude is a little more laid back and a little less, uh, a little more mature. I think. I guess is the I, word I want to use. Yeah, I think that's generally fair. <laughs> but yeah, maturely immature. I guess does yeah. that make sense? You know, yeah. adults adults acting immature, not children trying to act mature. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I I really enjoy I really enjoy the forum. I like the I I love the articles and I I like the podcast and um, yeah, just it's always been my go-to forum. It's really the only forum that I feel comfortable on at this point. So yeah, I I uh, mentioned before you got on the horn, as it were, to uh, to John that uh, I actually traded with you back when we were Sega Extreme members prior to our race right. days. Yeah, I, I bought That's a big, right. big lot of PS1 games and some other things that. Uh, 
much of which I still have. So that uh, yeah, that thread is actually archived. Uh, you can find that on archive.org. It's a wayback machine. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I found out that I had actually talked to to uh, Nick on the telephone back then. I think he had actually like called me and we had worked out a trade that way or something like that. Wow, wow. So. Uh, so some history there, and uh, it's good to get a chance to talk to you. Uh, and and Luke uh, is one of the few forum members that I've had a chance to meet in person. Uh, we we uh, got to hang out at a star a Starbucks at a Target in uh, North Carolina about a year or so ago. Um, but he's also been around a long time. And uh, Luke, why don't you talk a little bit about who you are and why you're here and and how you got to Racket Boy? Sure, um, I'm here mainly because of the bidding war with Aaron. And after he won, I congratulated him. And he said, you know what? If you want to be on the show, why don't you come on there with me? Uh, so thanks a lot to Aaron, uh, and especially, you know, Dave and John for having us. Uh, yeah. It was a great idea to have guest members. Uh, I came to Rackaboy probably at least six years ago. Uh, I believe I was listening to Retronauts a lot at the time and was looking for other podcasts about retro video games. Uh, stumbled across the site. And uh, started really heavily in the buy, trade, and sell, uh, but then kind of gravitated towards the regular forum, uh, talking about games and also all the off-topic stuff that uh, we like to dabble in once every now and then. You used to be in buy, buy, sell, trade. I, I honestly don't remember you being active there. Over where? Over in the buy, sell, trade section. I, I honestly don't remember you being active there. Yeah, um, that's where I got my 3DO, a bunch of 3DO games. Uh, some, I guess you would say now, hard to find uh, Nintendo games. Uh, but then I kind of meandered out after uh, I kind of got hooked on the forum. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I think a lot of people join the forum uh, through the buy, sell, trade section. Yeah. yeah. That's where I, that's where, that's what uh, kind of drew me over there. I, mean, I knew the site somewhat from the articles, but I didn't really get into the forum until I started, you know, selling and trading games, buying games. Mostly. I spend the most time in the off-topic forum. So. Wow, someone, someone sounds like they just fell out of a chair. <laughs> That's me. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, well, so anyway, uh, thank, thank you both again for for bidding and for being here. Uh, I think we have a uh, an interesting and perhaps ambitious agenda in front of us. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and just move right into that. Uh, and, and the first question, uh, first topic of discussion, uh, I think is one that will reveal maybe something about us as gamers. Uh, and that is, what is one game, you know, a specific game, not a series of games? So, John, you can't say Madden is your answer. Uh, what series <laughs> have you spent the most hours of your life playing? Or what game, rather, have you spent the most hours of your life playing? Uh, let's uh, let's start with John. You know, uh, even even if I could put Madden in there, it might be close to this one. It would be World of Warcraft, though. I, oh. I played the shit out of that back in college, mostly, and even some after oh, college. So World of Warcraft, along with you know its expansions, but it's still kind of the same game, basically. So I've sunken in days worth of that. I, I don't remember what it was, but it was a quite a considerable amount of time. So that do you you don't have a sense if it was like weeks of, of time or months yeah, of time? Yeah, it, it was um it was probably yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere around weeks It's it's months. been I haven't played really in several in a few years, but at that, you know, 
for a while there. My wife played too, or and she was my girlfriend then, so it made it even easier for us both to sit down and play together all the time. It was a cheap way to hang out too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you do you still? You said you haven't played it in some time. Do you still have interest in maybe going back at some point? Is it would it be like a particular expansion? Like like there's a new one coming out, for example. Or are those the kinds of things that might hook you back in? Uh, I wouldn't got the Mr. Pandaria one, and I think we played it for a day or two. But it's too hard to play it anymore with a kid now, and I, I can't just play MMOs semi casually. When I play, I really get into them and and have to you know try to raid and. and really develop my character and kind of get more hardcore into him and i just i could do it but it'd be at the expense of almost any other game or other uh free time hobby i'd have and i'm just not willing to make that sacrifice and i get that itch of going back and playing an mmo and i've done it with final fantasy 14 and um guild wars 2 most recently uh and then all the you know Conan, Age of Conan, a few other failed MMOs, and they just never recapture the magic, and I just can't stay in them very long. So uh, I enjoy them. It's just that I've kind of realized that MMOs and, uh, and I can't really uh, coexist any longer. Okay. Okay. Uh, Luke, what about you? Well, I I had to look back and uh, do a little math on this one. Uh, I thought for sure it'd be uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, but I've been playing it since 1989, uh, at least three or four times every year. Uh, so around probably about 80 hours of my life on that game. Uh, and I looked at NHL 2002, uh, even before the playoffs. It's a you know 82 game season, five minute games. Uh, so that's about 90 hours, uh, but. Back in my college days when Final Fantasy X came out, I played around 50 hours of that, got to the airship, and hadn't leveled up enough. Uh, so I had to go back to the very beginning, and I, I beat it right around the 70-hour mark. So 120 hours of my life have gone to Final Fantasy X. So that wow. would be the game. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I dropped a uh, college physics course so I could kind of sleep in and play that game. <laughs> that makes me feel old because I played Final Fantasy VII in college. Um, <laughs> but uh, does that mean that you're really good at the uh, underwater soccer game? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally nailed it. <laughs> Blitzball. And I, I would reset Blitzball, the game. Blitzball, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, I would reset the game just to make sure that I won it. And there, it makes no difference. Yeah, I could never get Blitzball at all. I could I got I got every other uh, legendary weapon unlocked except for the except for Waka's ball or whatever. I just could never figure it out. So you did the whole little lightning strike mini game? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I, I, I basically just did everything that I could in that game. I played it 120 hours and I didn't have to restart the game. I just played it for 120 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I did just about every single thing that I could in that game, but I just I could never master Blitzball. I just hated it. I would just lose purposely, like on the match that you have to play, and I would always ignore the characters. And I just totally. I even went back recently and tried to learn how to play it, and I just I can't figure it out. I don't know what it is, but I just it just doesn't work. <laughs> Uh, so, Aaron, would that be your answer as well? Is it the same game, or do you have a different different answer? <laughs> Sadly, no. That, uh, that is not <laughs> my answer. Um, I've probably played probably 
I want to say about 300 hours combined of Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Mm. Uh, I when the, when those came out, I didn't do a whole lot other than work and come home and play those games. Uh, I've completed them multiple times. I'm actually in the middle of like my fifth Fallout 3 quest right now, and I, I play them over and over and over again. There's something about them that I just really like. You play them on uh, PC or, or I just started platform? playing on Steam. Yeah, I, I initially was playing on 360 when I first got it, but uh, I don't have a 360 anymore. So I've been I bought them on Steam and I've been playing them and I've been exploring the mods and stuff like that. And I haven't really gotten super deep into it, but it just seems like I could. Those are games that I feel like I could play over and over and over again. I just really enjoyed the the aesthetic and the the uh, the whole post-apocalyptic, you know, road warrior type landscape i really appreciate i think you're well did set you, up for our uh, next question or next topic so well did, did you sure. spend much time with the uh, the previous entries in the series if all out one or two or tactics or you, you know i never really had um and i kind of went back and uh played through uh fallout one i didn't didn't finish fallout two but i did finish fallout one and i really enjoyed it but i just i had never really gotten into um like western rpgs before like i guess that that's the right term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I never really played stuff like that, and like I wasn't really a big PC gamer growing up. I was more of a console handheld kind of guy. Um, so, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun, but I, you know, it's like playing three first. Three is such a departure from the other three entries in the series previous. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for for me, uh, the, the answer is probably also a more recent game. Uh, I've got around 100 hours in uh, Borderlands 2. Um, have played uh, all the DLC that's available for that game. I, I haven't finished one or two of them, but I've I've played all of them at least you know, much of much of uh, all but one or two. Or I've played I've played all of them and finished all but one or two. Um, but then I've also sunk in about 20 hours or so into the Vita port of the game as well. Um, and uh, I don't I don't like it very much. Like it's. Uh, <laughs> It's it's a far cry from playing it on the PC, but uh, I like the game well enough that I'm kind of suffering through awkward controls and choppy graphics just to just so I can finish. I finished on the Vita, so uh, <laughs> so probably for me it's it's about 120 ish hours thus far in uh, in Borderlands 2, and um, I'm probably about halfway, maybe a little bit past to the uh, to the end of the game in uh, on the Vita version. So it'll probably be around 130 hours or so uh, by, by the time that one's done. Um, but that would be that would be it. The other one for me that was close, uh, and I, I also had to go back and look at uh, like an old record on a cart, uh, would be NBA Jam. Um, oh, wow. The, the original NBA NBA Jam for the Genesis, I might have a win. I have a record of something like around 300 wins and 35 or 40 losses or something like that. Um, nice. So I mean, those games are by themselves relatively short, right? Fifteen or twenty minutes. But when you add, when you add that up over three hundred and some odd games, um, yeah. including games that I play, you know, not counting games where I played with different initials, so that I could play as you know some sort of special character or something, uh, the, the hours there rack up pretty well as well. I, I didn't actually do the math, but I, I would guess that you know, if I do it real quickly here, uh, it's three hundred and fifty games or so times fifteen minutes um, is going to be. Hundred hours. Hundred hours. So pretty, pretty close. <laughs> pretty close to what I've spent in Borderlands. Maybe not quite there yet. Now but, I realize uh, why I don't beat any games because I think I have 
dozens of games I've played longer than 100, 200 hours. Like every Madden or NCAA game that comes out with my leagues I'm in and doing all the off-season stuff and trade, I probably put in a couple hundred hours each release, if not more. And then wow. Tactics yeah. Ogre I've put in a couple hundred hours into Diablo 3, Diablo 2, Baldur's Gate 2. You have 100 hours in Diablo 3? Oh, I probably have 200. I have... Oh, really? Jesus. I have <laughs> four characters max level and fairly high i think yeah there i have like five or six characters and i never see you when they're playing anytime well, i play not anymore i i was for a while <laughs> i stopped but now, i do you play hmm? do you play uh do you play primarily like rpgs and sports games yes and strategy games and okay. civ 5 is another one i've played a lot i've probably put at least nice. 100 over 100 hours into XCOM and enemy unknown um i've played through it twice now that's two or three times now I think we've had a discussion on the forum before about the similarities between RPGs and like creating your own league and your own seasons and sports yes. games and stuff like that. Yeah, I do online I leagues and uh, the the franchise and owner mode type stuff is really not too yeah. far different than than you know, some RPG type stuff. So yeah, you think of a game as a battle, and you know, yeah, I, I totally get it. Yep, yep, and all the the, the player personnel. So yeah, I I, I seem yep. to stick to less games and a whole lot of time into them. And I, it's also the nature of the games I play. I, I acknowledge that. Sure. Cool. So, uh, John, why don't you go ahead and, and segue into this next Okay, thing. well, Stark, we did get a, uh, a forum question from Stark, who's always very good about asking us uh, forum questions. But he asked, what older game do you go back and play over and over? So Aaron kind of already hinted at that one, but uh, I'll, I'll let Aaron go first since uh, we might already know his answer. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, I go back and I play Fallout 3 all the time. Um, the older game that I go back and play through all the time is uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. I've got it down to probably about 40, 45 minutes. I can go all the way through it. So I never attempted a speed run or anything like that, but I just, I, I, could, I love playing those those games together. All right. I just always used to play them as a kid, and that's the, that's the one that I can go back to. I get Luke may have answered as well. Is it Ninja Gaiden for you, Luke? Well, if you check out my games beaten list, um, it's the same stuff over and over. Um, all the Nintendo, um, SNES, Genesis, all of those games, Sega CD, uh, I just never get enough of them. Uh, so, I mean, just almost every game of my 8- and 16-bit collection, I play over and over and over again. Uh, because I don't ha- not that everybody has a, a lot of extra time, uh, but I usually just try to keep my gaming to about 30-minute periods. So that's why I usually kind of gravitate towards the older games, because I know I can beat them in that amount of time. Sure. So, yeah. There's a large collection of games that I just play over and over and over again. They just never what's get your, old. What's your most played Sega CD game, Luke? Um, let's see. Besides NHL '94, uh, besides NBA Jam, uh, Rebel Strike or Rebel Assault, sorry, and uh, then uh, probably everyone's favorite, Super Shark. I love that game. <laughs> I, there's not a hint of sarcasm in my voice there. I really love that game. 
Well, I, I love it too for some reason. Maybe it's because the game that came with it when I bought it. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. yeah, it was a pack in when I got it for Christmas. There's something yeah. special about seeing that fat guy on the beach at the end, right? I know, I love it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Shoot the twos, dog meat. <laughs> well, what was his name? I know, like, Stenchler. In, in real, no, uh, the fat guy. Isn't it? Is it oh. the guy from Roger Rabbit? Bob Hoskins? Is it Bob no. Hoskins? No, it's not? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. I don't no, remember who it is. On some crime dramas uh, back in like the nineties. Yeah, I know. I know he's. He, I know he's famous for more than just that game. It's, uh, Robert Costanzo. Is that right? That sounds right. Robert Costanzo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> what about you, Dave? Um. Well, I mean, NBA Jam would be one that I still play regularly, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for console games, uh, yeah, I probably go back and play um, Mario and Sonic at least a couple times every year, like the original Mario, you know, Super Mario Brothers for the NES, and the uh, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog for the Genesis. Like, I don't know that I play them through um, every year, but for whatever reason, I generally have a occasion to throw them on for ten or fifteen minutes just to mess around with them for for one reason or another every every year. Um, Otherwise, it tends to be arcade games that I keep coming back to, um, especially like like fighting games and, and puzzle games. So I, I play. Uh, I, I can't imagine uh, I'll go more than six months without firing up uh, one of the first couple Mortal Kombat games or an early Street Fighter, you know, Street Fighter Two or something like that, um, in some form or fashion, whether it be on the arcade, like on in Mame, or whether that be on a console. I I play those games every year, uh, usually a couple times. Um, same with like uh, Tetris. Like I, I usually make a run at Game Boy Tetris uh, pretty much every year. Um, so I, I guess those would be kind of the the key things. Like uh, just more arcade short games, kind of like Luke. Things that I I know that uh, kind of like the soul food of games, right? Like I can go back to it and play it for a little bit, and it feels comfortable, and uh, I enjoy it, and I can appreciate its nuance, and, and I spend some time with it, but I don't need to have it for every meal, right? So uh, that, that's those are the kinds of games that I go back to. I, I don't know that I could see myself doing sort of what uh, Aaron and, and John do with, with going back to, like, long games and playing through a long game every it's an years or process. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do it all the time. Like yeah. ta- like Tactics Ogre, like I I yep. played, I played through most of that game a couple of years ago and and got close to the end and I hit some difficulties and didn't finish it. But I I enjoyed the game, but I couldn't imagine like you know starting it up again and say, hey, let me dive through fifty hours of this again. Yeah, but there's um, so many other paths you can take in that one, especially. That's a really yeah, playable I guess, game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for me, it's just like uh, that time commitment. I'd, I'd rather spend playing a wider variety of games or or. You know, playing newer things and maybe interspersing some shorter, older games along the way. My current playthrough on it is 160 hours on this recent one. And that's because you can use the world tarot and go through each of the different paths again. And once you do this and you do some extra side in-game content, you can unlock the true ending to the game. So I'm working on that. So it's a time consumer. But uh, ones I go back to, uh, I've probably beaten at least a half a dozen times is uh, Ogre Battle. And uh, Shining Force 2. I've probably beat those five or six times at least through you know, my gaming time. So, yeah, always yeah, that's... easy for me to play those. 
I, I like I have gone back and played. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like RPGs I went back to more than once. Um, I, I played through most of Final Fantasy VII mm. a second time, but I didn't. I, I have not actually finished it twice. Uh, you know, I've uh, never beaten that game. Yeah. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. But yet you sunk 100 and some odd hours into Final Fantasy X, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. It, yeah, you're not the first person to give me shit for that too. Yeah. <laughs> Like even 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 like I think Final Fantasy twelve is a much better game than ten, but that that's a that would be a whole other topic. Like, what's the better Final Fantasy game? So, yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, I think I've beaten Final Fantasy six about three or four times too. So I've put in some time into that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Luke, this next question is actually one that you posed. So I'll I'll read it and then I'll ask you to explain it a bit. Uh, but your question, sure. your question was, what games would you like to see tied? to upcoming movie releases. So are you asking for like, hey, there's going to be a new Avengers game. Is there a particular type of game you want to see associated, or movie, is there a particular type of game you want to see associated with it? Or what, what is it you're asking? Or do, or do you want to see a game at all tied to the movie? Uh, like with the Avengers, did we even get Avengers game? Uh, I feel like there was an Avengers game of some sort. Probably for iOS. Yeah, well, everything comes to iOS. Too, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, Android. But like a con- a console or PC game. I don't think so. No, I think they were doing a lot of the um, like Marvel Online stuff around that, right? Like. Yeah, there's a, there was a new Lego Marvel game that came out right around that time that kind of uh, mirrors some scenes in the Avengers movie, but it's not specifically an Avengers themed game. My problem with these yeah, licenses. That, that's... Go ahead, Luke. Uh, that's my line of questioning is, uh, you know, there's a new Mad Max movie coming out. Uh, would you like to see a game based upon that movie? There's, there is a Mad Max. There's, yeah, there's a Mad Max. Really good. Yeah. 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 yeah uh, Fury Road. Yeah. If it's good. But the problem is <clears throat> a lot of these games take so much longer to make now, or at least uh, involve complex games and. They, they try to make sure these games release around the same time as the movie, so they, they hit their you know, popularity and, and stride with each other. Uh, with a very right. few notable exceptions in the recent, at least decade, most of these tie-in or uh, licensed movie, or games from movies really suck. So it's, you know, it's like the old days back in the 8-16-bit. We, we got some really good uh, tie-in games, but uh, we don't really get to got some really bad ones, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's always really bad games. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of sh- shy away from. I, I'm very skeptical of any licensed game being good these days. I, I guess my answer to this question is I'm I'm excited about the prospect of some new Star Wars games. Yeah. Um, because that's yeah. a that that's that's something where historically most of the games have been pretty good. Like there's some stinkers, but the majority of them have been you know interesting, compelling games. And uh, I'd like to think that. Uh, with with new Star Wars movies that even if the movies aren't great, um, we'll get good games. I mean, most people derive the uh, the Phantom Menace as the worst Star Wars movie, but uh, like the Pod Racer game is one of the better Star Wars games in my opinion. So uh, I, I I think I think we'll get some good stuff from that. I wonder how they I... handle that with uh, Lucas Arts being, you know, just, uh, isn't Lucas Arts uh, kind of did they get shuttered? Yeah. No. Yeah. They're they're uh, not, they're now I think sort of subsumed into Disney Interactive, right? Gotcha. What were you saying, but Luke? There, there are, uh, I was going to say, um, 
you know, there's a movie uh, Beyond the Block that's a Lego movie that's coming out. Lego always puts out some pretty decent games. Um, yeah. Uh, Jurassic yeah. World, I think that has a lot of potential, too. Uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be starring in an adaptation of Left Behind coming up here real soon. There you go. I think that would be a great movie. There's some movie called Assassin's Creed. I don't know. Sounds like it could make a good game, possibly. <laughs> they're making a game. They're making a movie out of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Figures. Um, um, along, there's a movie called Pixels. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. Sounds familiar. It, yeah. It, it's going to be kind of uh, Last Starfighter-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where. Like the uh, pixels are taking over the planet, and they need you know gamers to kind of help save the day. Um, let me see. Uh, the movie Minions. Yeah. From, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I think that can make that, that can make a solid game. There's um, a, that, the Big Hero Six. That new Disney animated movie is coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. That would probably make a really good game. Oh, something that would be really funny, too, is uh, they're making a Hotel Transylvania 2. Oh, awesome. And it's going to be CGI. And uh, the Tarkovsky guy who did Dexter's Lab, Samurai Jack. Yeah, Jindy um, Tarkovsky. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's the one who's taking care of that. He's also doing a Popeye movie. Uh, so with CGI, that kind of stuff, uh, especially with his sense of humor, that could translate, I think, really well. Maybe yeah. we'll get a uh, maybe we'll get a uh, HD version of the old Popeye game updated for the new film. Oh, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's lots of uh, potential. I, I I would say lots of IPs on the horizon that could lead to good games. And but gen- generally, the my my approach, I think most people's approach to movie tie-in games is uh, wait for the reviews yeah. because they they tend to be historically bad with uh, yeah. some occasional gems. Um, you know, it, it, whether that be a superhero franchise or an alien franchise, or Star Wars is generally the the safest bet, I'd say. But even even there, even there, there's some stinkers. You know. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, or um, the, uh, the the Star Wars fighting game, Battle of Terra, whatever. Oh, Terra Sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Yeah. So there's a there, there's a history of some bad games there, but by and large, good ones. Sure. Now uh, to pose a question. Um, do you think it's the same people behind uh, the Arkham series? Do you think there'd be a way to pull off? Well, we haven't seen the movie yet, uh, but Batman, Superman, the Dawn of Justice. Um, can you see a Batman Superman game kind of in that same style working at all? I don't personally, because like, I mean, maybe not, maybe if it wasn't based on this particular movie, because I, I think that the reason why the Arkham games work so well is because they're kind of doing their own thing, but playing into that, playing into the franchise. You know what I mean? It's like its own separate universe there, and that's why I think it works. I, I'd like to see it fed into uh, the Injustice sequel, right? So, oh, yeah. So uh, Injustice really impressed me. Like, I, I'm generally not a big fan of DC properties. Um, I like Batman, but, like, the rest of them, they can sort of take them or leave them. And, sure. uh, but that game, like, sort of made me appreciate and enjoy characters and properties that otherwise I, I didn't um and it's it's not that the story in it was great but it was it was for a fighting game it was a really great story and uh yeah so it, it doesn't take much to make a fighting game have some extra motivation and if they can 
tie the next this, this upcoming movie into that franchise, I, I think that could work real well. Definitely. Um, I don't know how how Justice League is this Batman Superman movie going to be. Oh, I think it's going to be kind of heavy on it. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. other other members in it as well. Then, and it's not just going to be the two of them. I think Aquaman gonna, is going to be in it. Yeah, I think they're going to do kind of a uh, kind of how they did with that terrible Superman movie, where they kind of hint at stuff, and other stuff is going to be kind of obvious. You is know, is Wonder the, Woman in it? I believe so. I don't know if she's going to be in it or if she's going to be one of those that are hinted. Okay. Because I think DC's taken a big page out of Marvel because Marvel, every one of their movies so far has, you know, about 40 Easter eggs in them. Right, right. If you look close enough. So I think they're going to do the same thing, but I think some are going to be a lot more obvious than others. They didn't make a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game, did they? Maybe like an iOS one, but... Yeah, there's an iOS game, but nothing, uh, you know, substantial. Yeah, I could see... I mean, that's obviously an IP that, that could, you know, yield some excellent games if they did them right. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, anything else? This was your question, Luke. So is there anything else on this one that you want to elaborate on? If you guys have seen any previews that you thought you know what, that could make a good game. Um, but they're, I mean, the timing right now uh, with the movie season kind of getting ready to slow down to get, you know, to gear back up. Because um, certainly I haven't seen many movies lately. Um, Tell and me I don't that. Know how, I don't know how you'd work a Guardians of the Galaxy game, honestly. Well, I, I would play a first-person shooter where you can play as uh, the raccoon. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Like, because he, you know, he's got he's got a couple of interesting guns in that, and uh, I could see like I could see that be a lot more of an appealing kind of uh, dickish personality than Duke Nukem is, right? Like, you know, right. same sort of kind of ridiculous bravado and Jack, uh, Jack slapstick Rabbit. slapstick humor, and uh, yeah, but but you know, in the in the raccoon, um, sure. But uh, yeah, maybe it. maybe with Groot as like a co op game, right? So you yeah. could uh, that would that would be great. Like, you know, one player could control Groot, and you basically don't use guns; you just use all these physical attacks. And uh, the other player uh, is uh, the, the raccoon. And what's the raccoon's name? I forget. Like Rocket. 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 Okay. Yeah. Rocket. And um, and uh, controls all these kind of interesting guns, and uh, you co-op through the game, uh, destroying the various threats that they face. Uh, level by level like that that'd be enough to sell it for me if it looked pretty and included the same kind of general sense of humor and soundtrack like i don't i don't know what else i would need i can see it working as like a rogue like a roguelike or a like a dungeon crawler or something like that yeah 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 kind of neat flip of the coin on that too you could also have a team of like peter quill and gamora you know you know pick your party you know have these two or these two yeah yeah i'm with you but uh Anyway, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I think that uh, there's been a general trend over the last, I guess, three or four years of movie tie-in games in terms of like full retail releases be- becoming much less common. Um, oh yeah, you know, I, I think a- I I think the history of bad movie games kind of caught up with the the industry, especially given the cost of game production now. So, and the length of time, the, the development cycle is so yeah. much longer than it used to be. So, yeah. um, which means you get 
you know, you get old IPs revisited more, perhaps, right? So, like, there's yet even even in the wake of Aliens Colonial Marines, which was a failure, you're now going to have a new Alien game, uh, which I'm cautiously optimistic about. But it looks uh, good to me. But yeah, yeah I, the last I'm one looked good too boat. until it got reviewed. Yeah, so, good point. Yeah, yeah. But anything else on this one, Luke? No, nah, that'll cover it. Okay. All right. So uh, for this next question, I'm actually not sure how uh, how well we're all able to answer. I think is this Luke's question too about the Xbox One? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Aaron, do you do you have a, a PS4 or an Xbox One? <laughs> I have neither one of these things. Right. Luke, do you, do you have either one of these? <laughs> no. Uh, my original question was going to be kind of you know talk me into buying one, but then I thought you know they're they're both turning one. In, right. Uh, I believe November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of, you know, going to want to pick your brain. Um, I noticed that, you know, the Xbox One, over 300 games. I'm, I'm guessing the the new PlayStation has about the same amount. 300? Yeah, I don't know where that number came from. <laughs> like, three. Uh, <laughs> John, John, do you have a PS4? Do you have an Xbox One? I forget. No, I don't yet. Okay, All right. So, I heard somebody so, called Xbox One the X Bone recently. Is that a, is that really a thing? Oh, they've been calling that since. That's pretty uh, common before yeah. release. Oh, X Bone. Yeah, I mean, that made me feel really old, really, really old, and out of touch. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess the, the question is, what what is their status, their successes and failures at the one year mark? Exactly. Uh, let's see. The PS4 sold a bit better. Um, John, do you have a PS Plus subscription? Yes. Is it? You find that it's worth it with a PS4? Uh, it's kind of necessary, I'd say, unless you just hate yeah. playing games online. Yeah. Um, well, I don't. I don't. I don't really typically play games online, and the and the, the game selection that they've been throwing in the PS4 doesn't seem very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I, think like, I, have a PS Plus. I, I, I think it's good. So it's especially good if you like retro games. I guess that's true. You get free like, games, uh, every, free uh, digital games that you have access to as long as you keep up your subscription. Right. Right. I've been toying with the idea of picking one up because I, ha- I have a PS Plus subscription and I have a Vita and I have a PS3 and I'm using it basically every other possible way. And I've been banking all the PS4 games, you know, in my account but, you yeah. know, in anticipation of eventually picking one up. I'm just I'm wondering. 2015 is going to be the year for uh, these current now current gen you know, PS4, Xbox One, and maybe even the Wii U will start seeing uh, a good chunk of uh, games come out in 2015, I think. Or at least from sure. E3 and Gamescom and all those, they've uh, introduced uh, uh, several compelling games for uh, next year. Yeah, I, th- I think a big question going forward will be how many games continue to be cross-platform with PS3 and 360, right? Yeah. So uh, I-, I think right. as of yet, there's there's not... Like it's it's hard for me to advise anyone to upgrade to the, either of these systems. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you're going to choose one, the PS4 has a stronger library of exclusives. Uh, whether or not those exclusives appeal to you is a different question, but it, just in terms of uh, the volume of games and the, uh, the amount of games that you can only play on a particular platform, the the PS4 edges out the Xbox One by by I think a pretty healthy margin. Um, but uh, I, I own both of these. Um, I can tell you that uh, I think about a month ago, my Xbox One, my, my Xbox Live uh, membership lapsed, and uh, I hadn't 
probably turned on my Xbox One in about three months. Well, I mean, oh, wow. And uh, and and I and I it lapsed, and I am not going to renew it until I feel like I need to actually use it for something. Sure. Um, whereas the PS4, I play somewhat regularly. Although, in fairness, there's been, you know, I've had it for since launch. There's been stretches of a month or two where uh, I've turned it on very rarely, maybe just to like download and try out one of the free games or, or something like that. So I, I don't see a lot of things coming to either of them that in the last year that has been enough reason to buy one. But I, I, like another factor for me is I, I have a, a decent PC now yeah. and, and had a PC that was at least competent before and am mm-hmm. uh, comfortable playing a lot of games on PC. So if, if that's a factor in your own equation, like for Luke, I don't think that is, right? Like you, you were saying earlier that you have... Uh, uh, systems running XP for your OS, so like you probably don't have, uh, oh, yeah. pla- you probably don't have a computer that's going to be playing more modern recent games, and so the choice of, <laughs> the choice of which uh, console is a more important one for you. For me, you know, th- th- there's uh, a lot of things that I can play on the computer and, and have a superior version. So I don't know. I-, I I'd give the PS4 the slight edge, but I don't think either is. Uh, you know, a strong recommendation at this point, like a, a sort of a must-have system. I don't think either one of them have really had the opportunity to prove themselves in the marketplace yet with the software that they've got. It just—it seems like they're getting a lot of uh, like slightly souped-up versions of current-gen stuff. You know, PS3, yeah. 360 type stuff. So, and I, and I don't have either one of them. I have, I have a friend with an Xbox. I have a friend with a PS4, and they both seem to like them okay. But they're not people that I can really get down and ask questions about. They're like, mm-hmm. If you don't mm-hmm. have a PC there uh, and you want to stay current, they're fairly necessary. If you right. have a PC, you could probably get by the whole uh, this whole upcoming generation with a PC and a PS4. Probably, uh, I, I find the the Microsoft games carry over on to have PC and, and console yeah. ports more often than P, uh, you know, Sony games. So sure. um, I basically have them now for my sports leagues because they, they, they stay current and the sports games are uh, usually, uh, for the most part so far, they're better versions on the uh, newer consoles. So. Well, and they're, they're largely non-existent on PC, right? Well, yeah, that they're not on PC. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking yeah. opposed to uh, Over, yeah, PS3 right, right, and 360. So, right. uh, I mean, there's mm-hmm. that. There, you know, but to me, you know, I'd rather have the superior version of a game. I, you know, I'm we're playing Destiny now, and I have my reservations about it. But I'd rather be playing that on the PS4, the Xbox One, than the PS3 or the 360. So, I don't know. We're talking with a bunch of retro gamers, so a lot of us don't really care about that stuff. So it's good. I mean, you say it depends. Uh, financially, I think the PS4 is doing pretty well. So if you want to call, you talk, really talk about successing and uh, successing and failing. Uh, the the PS4 is doing well. I think that the the Xbox One's lagging behind, but I don't think it's in dire straits lagging behind yet. So. Now, uh, are either of the consoles backwards compatible? Not really. Um, the PS4... Not, not with physical media. No, right. The PS4 is going to have some streaming, and you can upgrade some games from the PS3 for cheap onto it. Uh, the Xbox One, I don't think, has any, really. And th- there's there's really good reasons for that, though. People complain, oh, these you know new consoles aren't backwards compatible. They changed uh, entire... Um, 
architecture. Architecture. So yeah. it, it, the only way to make them backwards compatible would be to emulate. And while they could emulate PS1 and, and PS2 probably, uh, or even Xbox, the original Xbox, uh, these machines aren't powerful enough to emulate PS3 and 360. Um, yeah, but they have okay. streaming solutions for the PS4 yes, to do that. Right. Yeah. If you want to pay exorbitant amounts to yeah, stream, right, to right. If you're really that desperate, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, again, I think I think the uh, they have their charms, um, but they're you know they, they don't have libraries substantive enough to, to make either one a, a necessary unless you're looking for a particular genre like sports, yeah. for example, to to pick up. I'm really just waiting for Black Friday on either one of them. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of deals come out. Uh, you I mean, know, I, I would guess, I would guess this time next year they might be sub yeah. three, three hundred. But I sure, know, I don't see many price drops. I, I can see like, some, yeah, probably not. Black yeah. Friday. Yeah, I'm not really looking for a price drop. I'm mainly just bundles, looking for like yeah. a retailer bundle. Yeah, something yeah. to be more worth my while, soften the blow a little bit. I mean, I will say, like for both of them, when I have sunk time into them, I've done it pretty intensely. So. Like um, Titanfall, uh, it obviously came out on the PC as well, but uh, it was uh, something I played on the Xbox One, and I, in the span of a couple of weeks, you know, sunk in 30, 40 hours or something into that game, and uh, really enjoyed the experience. Really enjoyed, you know, chatting on the uh, headset with other friends who were playing, and um, you know, enjoyed enjoyed what it looked like and how it felt with the controller and. Uh, even the stupid kind of like extra connect features of like telling you Xbox, you know, Xbox record that or, you know, these kinds of things. Like I, I, I enjoyed that, but then there hasn't been really anything on the system since that made me want to turn it on for any extended period of time. Same, same with destiny right now on the PS4. Like, you know, I've, I've found this week that I've really been dumping hours and hours and hours into destiny um, because it's, it's really fun. It's fun to you know run into to friends on there who, who are also playing it and, uh, uh, so I, I think they have, they have their purpose and their place, but uh, there's not enough of that kind of thing just yet. Gotcha. So are we are we good on that one then? I believe so. Okay. So uh, Luke had this idea for a game, uh, and I suppose since uh, yeah, I really don't get what this is trying to, to accomplish, but I'm uh, I'm all ears. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Bring it on. So, so Luke, uh, Luke was suggesting that uh, he put things into his mouth, and uh, I don't know if he's going to speak with said thing in his mouth. Was that was that the idea, Luke? Okay, here's what we're yeah. Why don't do. you explain uh, it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to pick something out in my game room. Okay, and uh, obviously I can't fit a console into my mouth, uh, but possibly a controller or a game or maybe a handheld. Um, and I will put said object into my mouth and you guys will each kind of ask vague questions and then kind of, kind of up, up the ante to think, you know, you can start with maybe, is it a console? And I'll say yes or no. And then the next person goes and then whoever figures it out actually wins what is in my mouth. Oh God. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess things I'm gonna guess things that I know you don't have. <laughs> and, and so so you can you know, you can say, Okay, well Luke, maybe you can just hold off and maybe put that for the charity auction. So uh so, one important question though. Luke, do you use any of these okay. handhelds while you're on the toilet? No. Okay. So I guess, I guess putting these in your mouth will be okay, huh? 
All right. All right. So I'm, I'm rummaging through right now. And this is the greatest I, idea I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. And, and when oh, I, I had a bunch of other ones too. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> I, I, I have got something um, picked out now. Like I said, you know, start off kind of vague and keep going until you nail exactly what it is, okay? And I'll give you a yes or a no. And I'll let you know when to go when I say go, okay? Should, should we ask, so ask general questions like, is it a console? Is it a game? Is it a, so this it's like that? a yeah. 20 questions game or whatever. Should, yeah. should we go yeah. in order? Should we? Uh... Okay, so <laughs> we'll, we'll just, I'll, I'll start. We'll, I see because we have on the outline Dave, John, Aaron for the intro. Sure. So we'll, we'll do it that way. So, uh, okay, so is it a console of some sort, like a handheld console? No. <laughs> John? Is it a controller? No. <laughs> is it a cartridge-based game? Sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Nintendo uh, NES game? No. <laughs> is it a, uh, a Sega Genesis game? Yes, it is. <laughs> Is it columns? No. No. Is it a sports game? Uh-uh. <laughs> is it balls? <laughs> Luke, Luke, do you have balls in your mouth? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's why he has to leave early, right? Is it a fighting game? Yeah. Oh. Uh, is it is it a Mortal Kombat game? No. Is it Eternal Champions? No. Is it a Capcom fighting game? Oh, good question. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it Fighting Masters? No. trying to think what fighting games are on the Genesis. Is it uh, Street Fighter 2? No! That's a Capcom game. Shit. I don't remember who makes is, fighting games. Is it Shaq Fu? Okay, hold on one second. I need to take All a right. breath. Okay. okay, okay. you know it's a Genesis game. You know it's a fighting game. Yeah. All right. I, I like the Capcom question because it's a little bit more vague. Don't just start listing all the games. You're getting close, <laughs> though, okay? All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you heard uh, your question, Aaron. It, well, let me let me ask a different one. Is it is it published by Acclaim? No. All right. Mm, okay. Huh. Is it a uh, is it an SNK game, a Neo Geo port? No. All right. Uh, I'm out of questions. Is it? Uh, is it is it causing you physical pain because you sound like you're in physical pain every time you say yes and no? Oh no, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really in there, huh? <laughs> is, is it is it um, before or after the introduction of the rating system? It's not a yes or no question. Oh, uh-huh. is it before the introduction of the rating system? Yeah. Oh okay. Uh, hmm. Let's see. 
Is it? Uh, is it a licensed game? A game featuring a licensed character from some other no. medium? No. Okay. Do, uh, do animals fight in it? No. Is it a port from another system? Yeah. All right. Is, is it a Neo Geo port? No, we already asked that one. Already asked Shit. that. That's a, that's a no. Is it... Uh, uh, arcade. Arcade, yeah, that, that was my next question. Is it... Top? No, that's that's too late. Hmm. Yeah, there's like, so fighting game, like, like that's the is tough one. Is it Pit one, Fighter? Right? Luke, is it Pit Fighter? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Pit fighter was in my mouth. Way to go! Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, the Genesis so version is probably won? the best version of a horrible game, right? So great. <laughs> who, who won that one? That's Aaron. Me, it's Aaron. Okay, way to go, Aaron. You went pit fighter from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I really thought you were going to go the balls route. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that would be that would be way too obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For many that, reasons. That was. I'm just in shock at what I just did. And, and, and that's that was what's in Luke's mouth. <laughs> awesome. So just the one game. We're not doing more rounds of that. Nothing else, huh? Uh, no. No. no all I, right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> okay, oh, so uh, uh, Aaron, you have a note here on this next thing. Is it are you saying you want to skip it or move to something else? Uh, if, if, we, if we have time, we can go over it. It's fine. Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right. Okay. Maybe maybe this is a good way to wrap up anyway. So yeah, sure. uh, why, why don't we think about wrapping up as a way of kind of just uh, doing what John and I often do at the top of the show? Uh, and, I, and I'm going to actually expand on this a little bit because I know Aaron has some interesting things to potentially talk about here. So uh, at the top of most episodes, uh, as most of our listeners will know, John and I talk about what we've been playing lately and, and what our recent pickups have been. Uh, so maybe we'll go ahead and wrap up this show this way. Uh, we'll kind of ask Aaron and Luke to talk about what games they've been playing lately, what interesting pickups they've made, and uh, then John and I will chime in as well as a way of wrapping up the show. So... Uh, uh, Luke, why don't you go ahead and start? Okay. Uh, recently beat Maximum Carnage uh, on the Super Nintendo. Uh, today I played a little bit of Jurassic Park 2. Uh, the Chaos Continues, which I've never really played before. Uh, but I thought the Rampage Edition was the... Uh, That's the Genesis. That's the Genesis version. Yeah. Chaos uh, uh, made by Ocean. It, it's a yep. really cute little game. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It has a good uh, challenge to it. It's like uh, a top-down shooter, right? Like a, like a Kari Warriors or something like that? Or? No, no. Uh, that's the first one. Chaos Continues uh, is kind of a little bit more like Alien 3 for the Super Nintendo. Um, okay. Where you have different weapons and different dinosaurs are coming at you. And you have, to have, you have different tasks that you have to do around the park. Uh, great graphics for the time uh, great sound for the time Uh, still great sound if you ask me Uh, uh, I really haven't picked up many games I've recently picked up my first DS 
Um, and I got Contra, whatever, Contra 4, I believe it is. And yeah. uh, the Star yeah. Wars Force. Uh, the Contra game's great. Uh, yeah. Great way to introduce myself to the DS, which is, I don't know, probably a decade old now. Yeah, it is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's my it first literally game. a decade old, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I've been rolling lately. Uh, God, I, hate, I can't believe I just said how I'm rolling. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> that's what... Uh, that's what I've been getting into, and I probably will go play Act Razor again um, over the weekend. Play the whole thing from start to finish. Love that game. And other than that, I really need to get back on my uh, 360 backlog. Uh, you mentioned Fallout Vegas. I have that. Haven't touched it. Don't even know what, they, what to expect from the game. So maybe uh, Aaron will fill me in about that later on the forum. It's it's good, man. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah, it's not quite as good as Fallout Three, but it's it's still I still enjoyed it quite a bit. So I've got that one too. <laughs> yeah, play that one first if you haven't played yeah, that. Yeah, play, play that one first, then then play okay. New Vegas. All right, Aaron, take it away. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen them on the forum. I've been buying a lot of arcade games lately. Yeah. He's uh, got uh, a candy. He's got a, a cocktail, right? Yeah. Um. Well. Uh, on yeah, on, on Thursday night, I bought uh, a Donkey Kong cocktail from a guy here in town, um, and he gave me a really good deal on it. Uh, it's a beautiful cabinet. It's in really great shape. It has a slight graphical issue. Uh, it's still playable, but I need to kind of troubleshoot that and figure out what's going on there. What kind of graphical then, issue? Uh, the, uh, for some reason, like the the border is yellow, hmm. and will eventually fade to black but it starts like the border around the the play screen is like yellow and then the, the sprites uh like donkey kong and junk man or jump man and uh paulina are all like almost like they're missing a layer they're like uh they're like transparent it's hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with it but i'm sure i'll be able to I mean, is, it, is it just else. uh just a crt in there yeah it's a it's a uh it's just a the standard, whatever the standard Nintendo monitor was yeah. at the time. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's board related. Oh, okay. Um, because when I, if I kind of finagle with the connections on the board, I, I get a different type of picture. So okay. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure it's has something to do with the board. Um, but anyway, the day after I bought the Donkey Kong, um, I bought uh, a uh, an Outrun Cabaret cabinet and a uh, Pac-Man cabaret cabinet from a guy out of a storage unit uh, about an hour away from me. And I've just been trying to restore these, and uh, I've, I'm up to, I have like nine machines right now. Um, I have way too many projects going on, both personally, professionally, and, and you know, with, with these games too. So, but it's, it is really, really fun, and I'm just kind of like dove right in and trying to figure out how to, you know, troubleshoot monitors and like learning what a kick harness is and wiring up buttons and drilling holes and, you know, how to install T molding and things like that. And I'm yeah. learn, learning woodworking skills and electrical skills. And it's super, super fun. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. The, uh, that, that was, uh, for me when I, when I uh, built my main cab, like that was like, it's nice to have a main cab, but like that experience was probably more valuable than the actual construction of something that I could, otherwise just doing my computer right like the idea of, of learning to 
like use the router to be able to put the T molding in and get all the dimensions yeah. right and everything. Like that's that's pretty fun stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really interesting. It's stuff that you don't really think about when you think about arcade games. It's like all the all the work that goes into making them look presentable and like you know all the extra details that go into them. It's really interesting to me. So yeah. So is is that what you've been playing then as well? You've been playing with the arcade cabs or playing anything well, else? Well, uh, <laughs> the Donkey Kong is the only one that I can play out of those three that I just bought. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I can't get the uh, the outrun. The monitor is not running, and uh, I've got a power supply issue on the Pac-Man too. But I knew that going into it. So um, I've been playing. Uh, I have a Neo Geo Four slot, and I've been playing. I just bought Metal Slug Three. Mm. I've been playing that with my son. I just put the uh, Metal Slug Three into my son's room, and uh, he promptly told all of his friends and every single member of his family that he had his own arcade game in his room. So <laughs> it was kind of nice. Yeah. No. We've been playing Metal Slug 3, and uh, I've been playing Blazing Star a lot. And I actually just cleared a boss with a tenth of a second left, which I've never seen happen before. But In Blazing Star? In Blazing Star, yeah. I took a screenshot. I'll post it. I mm. was, it was unbelievable. Like, literally a tenth of a second finished the stage. Wow. The way that game works is when you're on the boss, it's like... Uh, um, you have like a boss timer and like mm-hmm. if you just like last that long you can still progress to the next stage but the game kind of makes fun of you a little bit for not being good enough to beat the boss so I beat mm-hmm. the boss with a tenth of a second left which is, which uh, is like like maximum milking yeah exactly yeah, yeah I yeah. definitely got my quarter's worth from that yeah. boss <laughs> nice uh, John, what about you? Well, before we get too far, we did have some last-second questions from Noise Redux oh, oh. in the forums. If you want right, to tackle those real fast. Uh, I suppose. First, he asks, <laughs> these are the two quicker ones. Uh, he says both guests have to answer both questions. And uh, First is uh, your favorite hip-hop album and your favorite metal album. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Luke, I'm going to let you go first. Aaron, it's all you, buddy. <laughs> all right. You're so generous. <laughs> uh, God. Favorite hip-hop album is probably It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back by Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. And uh, favorite metal album, God. Probably Seven Son of Seven Son, Iron Maiden. I guess if I have to pick. Apparently you have to. That's, I mean, it's like, I can't, asking me, like, what my favorite metal album is, is like asking, like, a chef, like, what's your favorite food? You know what I mean? Like, like, I can't, I don't know, man, like, I I can't, I can't pick because it's like that, that Iron Maiden record is like my favorite new wave of British heavy metal record. I have, like, you know, Suffocation Pierce from Within is my favorite death metal record and like, you know, like, there's, there's classic metal to consider, there's power metal, there's just, there's grindcore, there's way too many genres that I have way too many favorites in. So the hip hop record though, I'm pretty solid on that. It's that public enemy record. Okay. Okay. Luke. Um, Hmm. Hip hop would probably be Paul's boutique by the beastie boys. Um, again, I, I'm on the other side of the spectrum that Aaron is, uh, picking up my favorite hip hop's kind of difficult. Um, it's a great record, man. Yeah, I, I love it, love it, absolutely love it. Um, metal. Um, I have no earthly idea. Um, oh, oh, okay. Um, the first 
what what what's the uh the record Black Sabbath where it's uh gosh, it has a title to it. The album cover is all black and white and it looks like maybe like a shot of a cemetery or something. It's too <laughs> fuzzy to really make out. Yeah, it's black black Sabbath. Yeah, yeah it's just this self, is self, title, self-titled, record. eponymous. Okay. Uh, yeah. 1971. Yes, and that one. <laughs> yeah. That's a great record. Yeah, not a bad. It's hard to go wrong with a Black Sabbath early, early Sabbath as a choice there. Well, I don't know if that's considered metal or not because they really go into rock yeah. and roll. Too. Yeah, they, that's that's like the, they're like the you know forefathers of metal. Yeah. Man. Like, you know that when when Black Sabbath dropped in 1971, that's like a record that basically changed the landscape of music because there's there's nothing that heavy like i can't even imagine what people in 1971 like how hard they were shitting their pants listening to that song for the first time like i just i wish that that could have been me i wish i was that guy shitting my pants in 1971 i I wish we could hear something today that would make us shit our pants that way yeah i I don't care what kind of music like any kind of music that could make us you know sort of stand up and take notice yeah it'd be nice what's your favorite sabbath record dave my favorite what? Sabbath? Favorite Sabbath record. You have a favorite uh, Sabbath record? Yeah, probably Paranoid. Hey, Paranoid? Yeah. Mine, mine would be Sabotage. Yeah, not, yeah. I mean, the, the, the first, you know, decade about of Sabbath is, is pretty yep. pretty solid, so. It gets kind of weird there toward the end before Dio comes in, but it's, it's still good. I still yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, he has another John, one. John, do you want to chime in on this one? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how we were excluded from that. So yeah, don't have it said both answers. guests have to answer. We're in a guest. We're a host. All right. So, so what's the other question? Uh, what's our favorite game discovered via the forum? Mm. Discovered via the forum. Uh, Dear Esther. Nice. Yeah, JT and uh, I think you, Dave, actually were pimping that pretty hard for a while, and I finally gave it a go, and I really, really liked it. That might be the only game, I think that that made me sort of uh, tear up a bit. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good question. What about, what about you, Luke? Yeah. Um, the uh, Persona series or the entire Shin Megami Tensai or however you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. Is this is this another one that we are excluded from, John? He didn't say, so I guess we can answer. Hmm. It's your show. You guys can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take a pass then. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some games I've have learned and discovered through the forums, but I'm there's also you know I saw it on this you know video or I saw for sale here. I saw a review here, so I I can't quite pinpoint which game would have been from the forum necessarily so i don't know if i can really answer i john i would say there are games that i've played largely having following having discussions with you that i probably otherwise wouldn't have played so Mm. like those aren't necessarily directly from the forum as much as they're from the show or just other discussions with you but um like like tactics ogre would be an example or the bowler's gate games or um well you played tactics ogre before the show you i remember you asking questions about how to beat it that's before i came around Hmm. Okay. Well, in any case, I mean, I, I feel like uh, like you've had some influence on my, well, uh, good. my 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 gaming choices. At least at least dabbling in things that otherwise I would not be interested in. So. Well, I would say I knew about these games, but I hadn't played them until the forum. It had been uh, the East games. 
uh, yeah, yeah, we had the right. together retro. So I yeah, guess that, yeah. I guess that counts. I mean, I already knew about them. I just never played them. But one of these days, I'll get you playing some shmups, and yeah. then 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 balance will be restored. I was played that I played that PS4 one for a little while. That PS4 oh. one. The, the Resogun? Re- retro gun or Rezo gun? Oh, Rezo gun. Yeah. Resogun. Yeah. yeah that's not really a shmup. How's like, that not no, a shmup? It's, it's like a, it's, it's like it's like the defender style shmup. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, it's not I, a bullet hell. It's it fun. I enjoyed it. Not really. Yeah, it's not like a. I don't know. I prefer vertical shoot 'em ups anyway over horizontal, but that's that's just me. Fun fun fact for our new listeners: you can go back and listen to the second episode or third episode of the Racket Boy podcast and hear an interview with Defenders creator Eugene Jarvis. <laughs> there you go. See what what a legacy you're now taking part in. Yep. You know, I'm actually going to do that. Yeah, see, now there is one degree of separation between you and Eugene Jarvis. Uh, that's fantastic. We've both been guests on the same show. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So what was there Was there another noise That's it. Question? That's his question. So we, we got okay. him in before the, uh, the, time, the timer hit there. So Yeah. Um, real, real quickly, John, is there anything, because uh, we got a couple minutes left here, that uh, you've been playing or picked up that you want to talk, uh, talk about? Playing, I've been playing Destiny, like I mentioned, uh, a bit. Uh, I've been playing uh, Path of Exile as well. Uh, I was having having a lot of fun with that game. It's a, it's a Diablo-type clone, and it's uh, fairly hardcore, but it is free. Uh, you don't have to buy it. You can support them through uh, some microtransactions, but it's only for... Uh, aesthetic things it's it's not for any kind of gameplay enhancement at all so only you know certain clothing options or uh, spe- certain effects that your spells will make when you cast them or uh but nothing that actually affects how your character performs in the game so that's a pretty cool little model they have where you basically can just play for free um cool and uh, big pickups i did have that really big uh, nes lot pickup uh, a few weeks ago had some big games in it like uh, Snow Brothers and Mighty Final Fight and and uh, Ninja Gaiden wow. Three and so I kept some of those. I didn't see that. Yeah, I sold a, a whole bunch of the extras recently. All those NES games I had, but it had some uh, some good gems in there. Yeah. Nice. That's it for me though. So yeah, uh, for me quickly. I mean, I've obviously like I mentioned playing a lot of destiny um i picked up the uh, the ghost edition of the game so i have this little uh peter dinklage robot uh sitting on my desk and he talks to me occasionally <laughs> um but uh and actually the the uh it's a it's a kind of a shitty special edition in terms of the packaging like the the uh when i picked it up at best buy the box like the the external box which has you know some of the art and stuff on it was uh split like down one of the sides of it it was just like broken in in half and uh somehow the local you know middle of nowhere best buy was able to find at another best buy another copy that they ordered for me so i i now have a good copy of the game um of of the with you know no damage but uh yeah so I, i picked that up i've been playing a lot of destiny um uh, I had been playing a lot of Diablo 3 and uh, some Borderlands 2 prior to that. And um, I guess since, since the last episode, I actually uh, picked up the collection of our um, uh, regular producer of the show, Apple Queso. Many of you will know 
mm-hmm. that uh, she she recently sold her uh, her retro gaming collection, uh, everything from the uh, sort of before the PS3 and Wii, uh, and and I picked that up and uh, kept some sort of choice items. So like I kept Earthbound for example, and uh, I now have a um, I I had a top loader, but now I have a top loader that's AV modded. <laughs> And oh, wow. uh, I have a, so another sort of like choice pieces from that lot that I kept for myself, and then uh, also you sold. A whole lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I purchased I purchased uh, her entire yeah collection. And a weird circle uh, of things. I sold Apple Apple that Earthbound. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, John <laughs> had originally sold uh, a couple of those games that I ended up keeping to her uh, some time ago, but uh, but anyway, so that was that was kind of my recent big pickup. I, I ended up selling most of the lot because I wanted to break even and, and maybe make a little bit of profit on it, uh, which, which I did, but I also got to keep some things that I liked. So, uh, anyway, that was my, that's probably my big pickup for the year. Nice. So anyway, well, uh, I, I appreciate everyone, uh, finding some time to, to join in and finally get this done here on, on, uh, podcast tonight over Skype. Is there sort of any last questions or last thoughts from the folks who paid good money to be here? Uh, just thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, had a really good time. All right. Anything from yep. you, Luke? Final parting words? Yeah, thanks uh, to Aaron for uh, inviting me to tag along, and uh, thank you guys for having me. You're the best. It was Absolutely. It, it was fun. Thanks, Luke. All right. So, well, thank you all, and uh, we'll go ahead and, and end it there. Uh, until next time, here's some music to put you in the mood. Try to believe for the